0: Hey, Georgetown, I'm Maverick. I'm Jake. And this GBC Empower Podcast. Man, guys, I just want you to know we've been having uh, somewhat fun. It's, it's been a little fun to do this.
1: I mean, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's been great, and uh, we, we love doing it. That was such it. a fake laugh. You just kid. You didn't actually <laughs> think that was funny. No, no pity laughs in the podcast.
0: You're my boss. I have to <laughs> laugh.
1: Everybody knows that. You have to.
0: Yeah, it's a requirement. Uh <laughs> This has gone off the rails. Anyways, this is GBC Empower Podcast. We're so glad to be talking with you guys today, and this will go out the week of Thanksgiving. So we thought it would be so good to just talk about uh, just gratitude. Um, so, Jake, just real quick, what is gratitude?
1: Being thankful for what God has done. Yeah. We we can make everything hard, but the, <laughs> but the truth is when we learn to be grateful, there, there. It gets. It becomes more difficult for the enemy to throw things at us, because gratitude is a very powerful tool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And actually, we we were getting ready to talk about this podcast. I said, "Oh man, this will be so easy," because Jake, you just preached on this, and Jake was like, "Dude, that was last November," and I was like, "Oh man, well, I remember it." And it was it was such a great time, and I love talking about this topic. So, just um, Jake, you asked why we should be. Uh, grateful, but Jake, I mean, just what are you um, grateful for?
1: Well, hey, you know, last November, I preached a series called Gratitude, and personally, it was a weird month because something happened in my ministry that I never thought would ever happen, and my wife, Tricia, became the interim worship leader of our church that same month, and I just could not get over that God made a situation happen like that because Mm -hmm. I've just watched my wife grow so much spiritually and we needed help and Trisha stepped up and filled that role. But here we are a year from then and we have a worship pastor, Ryan Dusick. Now, crazy. Trisha did a great job and I'm not downplaying that, but to know a year later, God answered a prayer that at that time we were, we, we didn't know what was going to happen, mm-hmm. who was coming. And, uh, God used the, the worship minister search team to do a great work. And God's really blessed that. So I could say that, but I could name so many different things, but I'll tell you what, I'm really grateful for where our church is at right yes. now. We're kind of in this fun space where, we have some things on the horizon that we know are really big and what the church has been praying for, for a long time, but we're able to take, stop and take a month and just really pray. Yes. And so this month we've asked our members to be in prayer on a daily basis. We made a prayer guide if you're, if you're hearing this for the first time and you missed all of that, you can go to our website under resources and there's a 30 day prayer guide that you can look at. Uh, but we have just focused on prayer because we're excited about where God's taking us, but we're really grateful for where God has us.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's and you mentioned it with the worship minister, um, you know, thing it's, we were, we were looking at an unknown. We knew there was a need and we we're looking at an unknown. We're still in that, and while we're, it's not a bad thing. We're we're crazy excited for where God is taking us, but it's still kind of an unknown. And our job right now is to focus on what we do know. What we do know is God is great, and yes. He is good, and He's going to lead us to a place that's gr- that that's greater. But we need to take this time and and focus on how great God is. And so this thirty day prayer guide, man, like. We, we've we done this stuff in the past before. We've done it for Nativity Live. Uh, we've, we've done it for a few other things. Uh, we did it for you, Jake. We're searching for a new pastor. And I love this season because it's just our church together, even though we're not together, but together collectively talking to God, praying to God, thanking Him for where we've been, thanking Him for where we are, and thanking Him for where He is taking us.
1: Amen and and i think that's the point this is his yeah and reminding yourself that on a daily basis and not trying to take ownership of something that's that was god's before we ever thought it could have been ours and oh yeah i have to remind myself that but specifically there i'm thankful for our reengage ministry mm-hmm. yeah you know kelly Kylie adley david and jennifer tidwell who have helped uh, establish a ministry at our church for marriages we're so grateful for uh, the people that have come together to make that possible. I'm grateful for our prime timers, mm-hmm. uh, our senior adults that that do such a good job of gathering um, our members and creating such a healthy space for senior adults in our church, our women's ministry yeah, and the amount of work that's gone into that. Uh, we have a missions committee that have worked really hard this year. I know I'm kind of popcorning where I'm thankful but it just emphasizes that God has done a lot this year. Uh, one of the most uh, powerful things is uh, we've seen people who have been discipled who are now discipling yes. this year. And that is just so encouraging. And and what's that going to look like a year from now? I have mm-hmm. no idea.
0: Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I mean, it's been great. Like, I mean, one of the personal things I'm thinking for in our church is Jake and Brooke Toll started a young adult ministry. Our young marriage ministry, and guess what? That's where me and Mal, like, that's they they scheduled a time where me and Mal are able to go. You know, we spend so much time serving that we oftentimes don't get to go to Bible study together, which isn't great, and we we do things together to kind of supplement that, but— um, Jake, after going through discipleship and, and Brooke, like they were just like thinking about, man, where's the need? Where are we passionate? Where's God calling us? And they took a hold of that. And it's, yes. it's, it's been great and it's been fantastic. Um, and then always I'm thankful for the youth, but I'll also say one I'm thankful for Path 56. Brett, that is a newer ministry. It's not new anymore that Brett's really taken and it, it's helped her ministry so much and it's helped our ministry so much, honestly. Like it's yes. been, it's been fantastic. But, um, real quick, real quick, I, I kind of want to go back to this 30 day of prayer thing and then we can kind of just talk about what we're, what else we're thankful for because sure. like I said, it's a, it's the, it's the week of Thanksgiving. Um. Uh, so Jake, like what was the process of making 30 days of prayer because they each have kind of, it's not like a one word thing to be praying for. There's always kind of like a, like a sentence or two. Yep. Um. What was, what's the process? What do we be, what should we be praying for all the nine yards?
1: Well, it's so easy to get down to business. <laughs> and what I mean by get down to business is, okay, we feel like something really big's coming. What do we need to do right now? What are the action steps to take? And yeah. we believe that God is calling Georgetown to build a new space for worship and uh, expanded space for our children's ministry and more adult space. And I just really felt convicted that if we don't mobilize the church in prayer, We're in big trouble because a building is just a building, but what you do with that building is what's significant. Absolutely. Um, And the people within that building. And we began to create these days of prayer that had to do with church unity, that our members would have meaningful relationships. And then praying for specific ministries G Town Kids, uh, the Reach, our college ministry, uh, our missions team, our you know, all the different groups of the church and and we didn't cover them all, not because we wanted to leave anybody out, but because there's just always something to be praying for. But what it really helped me understand though, is while we have so much that we're asking God to do, we are not lost at the fact that God has done so much to get us to this point. Yep. And a lot of people always say it's not the ending that has a significance. It's the journey. So as of right now, the journey we're in is really significant and really special um, maybe, maybe, you know, God's called us to do this so we could simply see that in the work he's doing. Uh, but the, the verse that we've used to cover this entire month is first Thessalonians chapter five, verses 16 through 18, rejoice always pray constantly give thanks in everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God mandates thankfulness, Uh, not because he's like a mean dad going, you ought to be more thankful for what (laughs) I've done for you. Even though he has every reason to say that he wants us to notice the joy of his work in every, every facet. So, um, it's, it's a special place to be excited about what he's doing, but not satisfied with what he's just doing. Yeah. We just don't want to miss out on what he's doing right now.
0: Absolutely. So this past Wednesday, I brought up the Acts Method of Prayer, which if you've gone through the Strand Discipleship, you kind of dive in a lot deeper. It's not the correct way to pray. It's a way to pray. And the A stands for adoration uh, for God. The C stands for confession. The T stands for thanksgiving. And the S stands for supplication, needs and wants. And they kind of break this down into percents. And I told the youth, what percent do you think— um Thanksgiving gets. And they were like, ten percent. I was like, no, twenty percent. No. The one said five percent. I was like, no. I said it's seventy five percent of of our prayer time in this method, not saying this, you know, it's the only way to pray. But seventy five percent of our of this prayer method goes to Thanksgiving. And I said, why do you think that is? And one of the youth goes, Well, if you're not thankful, then you're ungrateful. And if you're ungrateful, that is an easy way for Satan to to get a foothold on Amen. you. And I was like, Whoa, that good preached, answer. That'll preach. That will preach. And you know, it was it was so good. And so like in this time, we have we have so much to be thankful for. And my fault at all times is that of I want to be doing something. What's the next thing? You know, let's get this building built. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We we need the space. The children need the space. Like let's let's put boots on the ground. Let's start getting shovels in the dirt. Now, heck, I'll do it myself. Mm. And is that the right way? No, it's this moment of like, no, we need to be, one, in prayer. We need this to be a a fully God decision. But we also need to remember like that one, we're in an opportunity. If you would have told the people of this church in 1940 that like, hey, in the future, you're going to have like – Three to four buildings with some with some portables in the back, and like you're gonna have all this land, they would just be like, "No, you're crazy," mm-hmm. you know. They started in the chapel, and like, we need to be thankful for what God has already done, what He's doing in this church now, and again, where where is it, where we're going, where where God has taken us, and we're so grateful. And when we are grateful, like that student said, Satan can't get that little foothold of of making us do something that we don't want to do.
1: Well, I can, I can easily fixate on something that either is not going well or maybe something I think God hasn't answered. Yeah. And I can just fixate on that and become disappointed. But if I start making a list of all that God has done, I can easily outman that one or two things that I think God hasn't done. Yeah. And I think as a church, we are trying to do that, and it'll help us be more unified and more focused. Uh, but it, it takes effort from all of us, and and it's hard work. And you can be thankful and struggle. You know, you can be yeah. thankful in the midst of your burdens. You know, one of the one of the times I was more frustrated at myself as a Christian was several years ago. I asked a person, "Well, did you have a great Thanksgiving?" And I didn't think about the fact that they had recently lost a spouse. Oh. And they looked at me and said, well, what do you think? And I just remember eating my words thinking, yeah. well, yeah, I should have used my brain and thought that's not easy. You know, I'm in a stage of life where I'm surrounded by children on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But that's not true for everybody else. There are people that are trying to be thankful in the midst of sorrow. And it is so amazing to know that even in the midst of sorrow, God can remind us of what he has done. And and our church family wants to adopt that and provide love and care for one another during these times. So it's a special week. I prefer Thanksgiving over any other holiday because it gets away from a lot of the commercialism weirdo. And, um, and I love Christmas time. I'm just saying like culturally yes. uh, it, it gets to the things that matter the most, you know, family, food, and football. And, uh, <laughs> you know, even though, uh, even though this year's football team, I have to focus more on the fact that the Rangers are world champions because you don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's a special time. And, uh, I encourage you, um, just make a list of what you're thankful for. It's, it's a huge blessing. So, you know, Maverick, we're kind of in, in this, but, uh, what are, what's something else that you're just really thankful for? How about this? What okay. are you, what are you thankful for just in your life? I'll share one too. Just anything, just personally, you're very thankful for.
0: Man, I'm, I'm thankful for just the kind of season that we're in, uh, with me and my wife. Uh, I mean, we, I mean, guys, we this is crazy and and i don't mean i don't know I, I, this is just what i'm thankful for we have a home like we have a home with two dogs and like we get to have people over and this is something like some of y'all understand some me like some of you know me some you know anyways it's, it's hard for me to talk about i'm not gonna lie but i'm thankful to have a home like never once like we never once in my life did I think like, man, I'm going to be married, have a home, have two dogs, have a backyard. And just like that, that thing alone is like, it's still, we lived in that home for two years now. And it still baffles me the fact that like me and my wife have a home and it's, it's fantastic and it's great. And God's blessed us beyond all measure and uh, why it wasn't easy to get there for sure. Um, it's, I, I see it now. And, I, and it's a good reminder of, man, where has God taken me? You know, where where have I been? Where has he taken me? And it makes me excited uh, yeah. for the future. So that is one major thing I'm thankful for.
1: It's a good word. Specific, you know, a home. <laughs> yeah. Like Sometimes we can act like that's a foregone conclusion, but there's 95% of the world that can say that That's not true. You know, uh, maybe that was a high number. I don't specifically know the number. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) 83% of all statistics are made up, so it's fine. I do know there's a lot of people in this world that would love to have a home and and to learn to be thankful for that is a really good thing. This might sound strange and it's probably a little too much to share, but I was asked by the search committee when I was being interviewed, are you afraid of pastoring a church that's larger than the one you're pastoring now? And I was so blunt. I said, I'm afraid that this church is going to ex- take me away from my wife and my kids. Yeah. Because it's that fair. was a fear that mm-hmm. I had. And I've been here through two Thanksgivings at this point. And I can safely say, for the for the most part, this church wants me to take care of my wife and my kids. And mm-hmm. don't, don't put that on me uh, in a negative way. So I'd like to say thank you, Georgetown, yep. for allowing our staff to be with our families and understanding that that's so important. And uh, it 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 invigorates my ability to want to be a pastor when yeah. I get to have my life and my priorities in the right place. And not every, not every church can say that that's true. No,
0: no they can't. So, um, guys, I hope this week, this month, whatever, that you are writing down, you're thinking about, just what are you thankful for? And and even if, even if Thanksgiving is just a hard time or you're just in a hard, hard season of life, I promise you, um God has blessed you beyond all measure. And it is good practice to whether you're in a, a season of euphoria or a season of of struggle, to really thank God for what he's done in your life and what he's doing in your life.
1: You know what I really made this podcast better is we, if we've got like sweater vests on oh and we got a fire, we're smoking pipes and there's like this, uh, piano music in the background, yeah, is, like mm. all holiday and euphoric, but, uh, maybe, maybe next Thanksgiving, except for the pipes part. Uh, we, we, I mean, it might be like a, but one of those pipes that like have bubbles that come out there, of it or something. Go. That's
0: but, really, yeah, that, that's what a way to end it. And by the way, if your tree is up, I'm judging you. I'm not supposed to, if your tree, and, and let me tell you why I'm saying that I guarantee you when you're listening to that my trees up so So
1: he's judging himself but i too believe in no tinsel before turkey but hey this is america (laughs) son you left your trees up all year right
0: oh gosh anyways guys we're thankful we're thankful we're thankful for you um and we love you so we'll see you soon take care and have a merry happy best thanksgiving of your life bye guys